I'm Chelsea Zaccato. And I'm Natalie Heacock. And this is Lumber Slingers. Each podcast, we will be bringing you relevant and useful industry information, including interviews with top lumber professionals and discussion of current events in the industry. Whether it be lumber grading, industry and market trends, or who's who in lumber, we hope to extend your current tally on industry knowledge. I am good. I get to work from home today and it's just nice to be in my pajamas. <laughs> it really is. I was in my pajamas until right before this weekend. Yeah. I was like, it's a day for comfy clothes because we're going to get some weather, it looks like, and might as well just stay warm. Yeah. I had one of those mornings where I woke up, I decided to skip my workout because my hip has been bothering me because, long story short, my running shoes are old and I didn't switch in time. And so um, I skipped workout and I worked because I was like, oh, I'll just get a bunch of like year end stuff done. And it was one of those mornings where like everything I started went wrong. I couldn't complete anything. It was like I had to reach out to so-and-so or I didn't didn't have all the information. or And so then it, I like got excited to get stuff done and then nothing feels done now. Oh, and then you just feel in limbo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had a lot of um, like, I think Thursday for me or Wednesday, I had a lot of like quotes that I needed to finish but same thing I was waiting for answers from like production or if we had this inventory or how long it would take to do this and I felt like <clears throat> I you know I feel like the quicker you answer the more likely you get the sale so I like that is one of my pet peeves is when I can't get an answer quick enough and um so I know how you feel it's it's discouraging it is and it's hard you just gotta keep going yeah you just gotta check it off your list Right. And it's hard because you want to like, I think it's like a natural instinct to want to finish a task before you move to the next. And so like something open is just like, it's a headache. Yeah, I know it is. I heard this, uh, there, I was boarding a plane back in December and I heard this guy was talking to his kid about how he prioritizes work, which I thought was interesting because this kid was like five years old and this kid does not care <laughs> but he's like see buddy what i do <laughs> like boarding this plane <laughs> and um you know one of those families where the dad like upgrades the whole family to first class because he like flies all the time for work like one of those families so he's like you know if if an email is going to take me longer than two minutes he's like i this is how i prioritize if it takes me less than two minutes to answer i respond right away it's going to take longer than two minutes. I block I block time out in the afternoon and I leave all those extended period ones on that for that block of the day. And that's how I get things done fast. Hmm. That's interesting, actually. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. And I think about that now when I get an email. I was like, will this take less than two minutes and you should respond right now? Yeah. And then don't think about it again. So you think about it once and you hit send. Yeah. Um, speaking of kids, I don't think I told you this. When I was taking the kids to school on Thursday, we were driving. And so Calby, my little baby six-year-old, he's like, mommy, are you going to cut down these trees for work? Like trees on the side of the road. And I, it's really interesting because he's way more interested in what my job is than my other like older kids have ever been. Like he asks so many questions about like trees and lumber and really, yeah. maybe he's a future lumber trader might be like i and then i like went way into depth and i was like okay make it for a six-year-old but i like was trying to explain like 
well, there's one person who cuts trees down. And then there's one person like at the sawmill, you know, I was trying to like, this is what this person does. And this is what, you know, this person does. And I think he got it, but I don't know. Cause he said, <laughs> that's so cute. Yeah. It would be fun to take him to like a real lumber mill. I know. I was like, when we get home, I forgot to do this. But I was like, when we get home from school today, it's like, we'll watch some YouTube videos. Oh yeah. That's a good idea. That's but cute. He was then, he was really intrigued about the machinery used to cut trees down. He's like, why wouldn't you just use a chainsaw? <laughs> well, you kind of do, but like on a much larger scale. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe he wants to be in forestry or land management or something. That's great. <laughs> he was very interested. And then what was kind of cool is that since he was so interested, the other two kids were like way more interested. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like even the bigger kids were like, what kind of lumber? Like what, like is it, like they wanted to know like cedar or. Oh, cool. And then Charlotte was like, how much does one piece of cedar cost? And I was like, well, like, <laughs> apparently you're bougie. Yeah. One piece is very expensive. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, maybe you, you should take that truth about trees kit that I have in my office. I need to do that. I need to actually send that to the teachers. I know. Well, do I it. guess maybe we should try to get that. Um, I guess for people listening, I would like to teach a truth about trees kit to Natalie's kid's school. <laughs> My goal was to do it before the end of the year last year, and it got away from us. So maybe before the end of the school year this year. Yeah, I just need to find the email. With the info. The info to send it to the teachers and see if one of the three would be interested. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great. It's really interactive. and Maybe I'll tell his class since he seems the most interested. I was going to say. And then that way it could be super simple, you know. Um. Speaking of New Year, I guess that's kind of why we're on here today. New Year, new us. Just kidding. <laughs> new Year, same us. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we just wanted to have a chat about what we were, um, I don't know, kind of what we're doing to get motivated and get into the new year and get into our routines and then also some of the things we're looking forward to. Just to kick off the year. Kick off the year lumber slinger style. That's right. And soldier. Yeah, sober. It's hard. So, um, yeah, we're doing dry January. Natalie's had two events. She's been a good friend because she has a couple events where there's drinking, but she's not going cray. So damp January for da- for Natalie is what we're calling it. Yeah, yeah, just a little. Um, you know, I was thinking about this, like, what do we do for the new year? And I think that this isn't like great advice or anything, but just an epiphany, really. But the fact that December is there's so many events. There's so much crap food. There's so much drinking. And then you have that week of like no man's land between Christmas, Christmas and New Year. <laughs> and I think it actually, like, if you fully indulge in December, it kind of propels you into January being like, I got to get my shit together. Like, yeah. I- gotta get my root my workout routine back i gotta keep drinking water like you kind of naturally fall into that in january because december is so like all over the place definitely like this time i didn't feel like oh like sometimes when i've done dry january in the past and maybe it's just like a testament to how much busier my life has gotten but sometimes in the past i've been like oh it's gonna be so much harder because i've done it like eight times now so it's like some years it's like i don't really want to take a break but i do 
But now I, I was like so excited because I really wanted a break for just everything. I also, I'm doing no travel January, so I'm not going anywhere. I'll just go down to our mill next week and that's it. Um, and no drinking. And I already feel like so much more grounded and less anxious. Um, so yeah, just like you're saying, I think that's a really good point. Like you have a full month of nonstop parties, activities, family travel, potentially. So it propels you right into January. It propels you. The other thing is, I also feel like January is a great time to make goals, <clears throat> like your goals are. Uh, we're also doing no social media for. Oh my God. That's the other thing we're doing. We're just like, we're like Buddha. Yeah. It's the no social media has been the best thing ever to happen to me. Yeah. It's actually been really nice. I'm excited to see my screen report this Sunday. I felt like last week was a little skewed because I still had one day on social media, like, because I let myself be on it on the first. Me too. Me too. And I deleted it that night. So I'm excited to see how much it goes down. Yeah, me too. And it's like, I also, though, didn't realize how much I use it for a news source. Mm-hmm. How many news outlets I'm following and uh, not like, not like TikTok news, like real news source. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, we had that the plane that lost the door in 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 flight, right? It's, I know I was like all over. I've never read more news in my life. I was like on it all the time. Like, what's happening? So that probably made my screen time go up. I was very like, what a freak accident. Anyway, yeah. Well, no social media has been nice because also it's the mindless scrolling that you and I have talked about where. Maybe you're on the phone with somebody or maybe like even just sitting up, sitting on the couch after work at night with my husband. Like I'm just like laying there scrolling on my phone, half listening, you know, right to whatever he's saying while he's scrolling. <laughs> so. so it's a good it's a good reset for the year. I think I want to like do it every January. Just I think that's a great idea. And then you don't, once you do get back on social, I feel like you don't dive right back in. It's like a slow progression. It's like, do I really need to be checking that right now? And once you like, you know, my brain for the first, like how many days my brain automatically would try to check in. And I'd be like, what am I doing on my phone? Like my, my brain just commanded me to go to Instagram and I didn't even want to. I know. I know. It's crazy. It's such a habit. It's also, I find like, I think it's the same thing for me with drinking too because once you do this it's like oh you're not thinking about it like on the weeknights and it's back to better balance because especially during november december it's like well screw it it's thursday you know <laughs> go yeah. ahead and start having wine with my dinner so yeah i think i think it's a really nice way to just break the habit and then you know by august everybody's completely screwed up again <laughs> but it's, it's sunny out we should for sure have a glass of white wine yeah <laughs> And put it on Instagram. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, rose um, all day. What's that? The rose all day. Oh yeah. Are you doing anything else like to kind of reset your New Year? Um, I'm trying to eat more protein, but I'm not like, I don't know, not like counting calories. Yeah, just trying to make better choices. Yeah, that's that's a good goal. Want to get some gains. The muscle gains? Muscle gains, yeah. Are you uh, training for a competition or something? <laughs> no, no training. <laughs> uh, a competition against myself. Yeah. I actually, you know, I didn't run a half marathon last year. I'd really run one a year. 
and I probably won't run won't run one this year either because my running partner is pregnant so oh so there's no training no training which really keeps me on track but I'm actually kind of excited because I've been a runner for so long and I've never focused on lifting weights and I actually had a really hard time getting into lifting weights I think you might remember I had to completely get rid of my apple watch I was so bound to that goddamn watch I know it makes you feel like crap if you if you select weightlifting and then you go to the gym for 45 minutes or an hour. It's a like, great job, 150 calories. But if you go to a cardio workout, you're like, yes, I hit 600. Like, <laughs> I did the same thing. I got rid of my Apple Watch because I was like, I'm not doing this anymore to myself. But I'm not using it again right now. <laughs> it's okay for steps. I think like for step goals. Yeah. But just the whole like move goal, it. It's an awesome tool if you're a runner or you're like doing a lot of cardio workouts to make sure you get your cardio in. But if yeah. you kind of completely change it and start doing weightlifting, it makes you feel like a piece of shit about yourself every day because you don't hit it because you're lifting weights and your heart rate's not getting like as crazy as it would in cardio. Right. But you're sustaining that energy that you're getting from, it, it doesn't reflect that. Like what you're getting from lifting weights and gaining muscle, which right. is in turn burning way more calories than cardio does in a session. So. Right. And I read a statistic somewhere, but I can't quote, but something along the lines of like, after you turn 35, you lose muscle mass every year unless you are doing something to actively maintain it. Yeah. But like really encouraged me to switch from running so much <laughs> and also like my body's getting really sore <laughs> and running and I just think that it can't be that good on my hips and my knees to run that much yeah it's really bad Natalie that's just because you hate it <laughs> yeah <laughs> I hate running so much <laughs> but I respect you a lot for how much you love it and how much you do it I mean I remember when you started running again um when we first started becoming friends when you came to Patrick and I don't even think you could run a mile yet no I was dying and look at you now running half marathons I know yeah. I remember like when we were so diehard we would run if it was 32 degrees or above we would run outside no matter what and then one time we like slipped on ice we were like I think that's too dangerous fine <laughs> fine we'll slip it yeah. in Every time Natalie was like, oh, there was a sketchy car that, um, you know, like drove by us when we were running and kind of weird because then they drove by again. I'm like, yeah, stop running. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime anything happened, I'm like, yeah, don't run. But seriously, though, like it literally very sketchy to run at 5 a.m. Very. Really? I, I wouldn't let my daughter do it. I know. I mean, I so I go to my gym over here. At 5 a.m., it's a 24-hour gym, and I'm still kind of sketched out to go that early. Yeah, I don't like it. Good things don't happen. No, but it's like the, pe <laughs> the people at the gym are, like, the most driven. <laughs> like, they got shit to get done that day, you know, so I shouldn't be worried, but I still always have my head on a swivel. You just never know. You never know. I'm too confident, so. But I do think also, like, if you set yourself a goal in January, it's the best time too because everybody else sets goals. So you're yeah. like in momentum together. Does that totally people? We could all be doing different things, but you get to like, I don't know. I personally find if you're accountable to somebody else, it's much easier to maintain your goal than if you just are accountable to yourself. Yes. So I, um, at like New Year's Eve, 
wrote um just the goals that I have for the month of January on the fridge and I made little check boxes so I made it into weekly segments instead of the whole month so week one two three and four and then like the four main things that I'm doing I want to work out four times a week no alcohol no social media for me <laughs> so I have a little checklist so I've checked off one week so far I still have three weeks to go so that's awesome it keeps me accountable you know to have it out there on the fridge and Adam's doing a few of them with me so that makes it nice that we both have that to look at every day before we get into the fridge and get some ice cream yeah if you honestly if you can convince your spouse partner housemate to do what you're doing it's the best it is the best we've tried to do morning workouts together and adam really likes working out in the afternoon and um it doesn't work out very well yeah for people some people like i am not an afternoon workout person i cannot either but you got to deal with what works for you and what keeps you motivated so not everybody's gonna be the same but he'll go every now and again which is really sweet yeah because i hate afternoon workouts like i if i have 12 hours to come up with an excuse to not go to the gym i'll find it <laughs> that's why i gotta go before i can think i gotta go first thing in the morning before i'm thinking of excuses right and before like emails pop it off and you're like oh i just, I just gotta get one more thing one more thing yeah well i'm um, it's 8 p.m and you're not home <laughs> do you do vision boards that i used to i haven't in a while i was gonna do one this year maybe this weekend in the snowstorm i did one with charlotte at once but i think she was too young yeah <laughs> she cut out like pictures of like animals on her board i was gonna say did she put like unicorns on there cute yeah. i used to do it a lot but they take a full day they do they take a long time and you have to have like the right um you know magazines to clip which that's not cheap it's not cheap which not a magazines are 14 deutschmark it's insane oh expensive <laughs> i bought the time magazine that has taylor swift on it obviously but yeah they were like 11 dollars a piece i think that's insane yeah yeah you know i don't have any plans this weekend and hopefully we're gonna get snowed in so that would be so nice we will forces you to not do anything i was like should i go get should i go get food in case we get snowed in and i'm like i'm not really a prepper that's not my thing like i have so much like canned crap like not crap but like canned stuff and like soups and bone broth and all this stuff I'm like we'll just eat through that yeah you'll figure it out yeah there's enough to thaw out in the freezer i'm sure and i'm not really worried about the snow situation like I'm, we're all fine driving in the snow. I'm worried if it's a sheet of ice. Exactly. I and I am most worried about when this weather happens, other people who didn't grow up in it, they don't know how to drive in it, and our roads don't get treated for it. So I did see the wild uh, yesterday. I saw a snow cloud like in my city. I was like, what are you doing here? Are you guys getting afraid of yourselves? Shocking. That is shocking. We have, I think there's like 10 in the state, so you should buy a lottery ticket. Yeah, it was a lucky day. Um, so I thought it'd be kind of fun to uh, wrap this episode up by talking about what we're looking forward to this year. Um, you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. I am looking forward to two things. One, going to Mexico in March. I did about all of my children and my whole family. My sister-in-law turns 30 and 
so excited to just be in the sun. Feels like forever. I don't know why. I don't know when I went on a vacation last. Yeah. It'll be nice to be in the sun. Yeah. And then also my big trip of the year is Italy in June. I'm so excited for you. That's something you've been talking about for so long. So long. It's also- probably on a vision board back somewhere. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I'm so excited. And tickets were so insanely expensive. That's what took me so long to pull the trigger. But everything else is like, because we're not staying like in a big city, everything else is very, very reasonable. Good. Good. Quote on that hotel. I don't think I sent it to you. Mm-mm. It was like 1,700 euros for nine nights for one room. Wow. Mm-hmm. For nine nights? Yeah. What does that work out to US dollar? Euro is pretty like close to the dollar right now, isn't it? Uh, but I mean, we're staying very small town. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that hotel looked awesome. It was right off the beach, the blue water, white sand. Now, are, is the room, <clears throat> is it pretty big? Will it fit all five of you? Wow, one euro is $1.09 today. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Um, no, we have to get, we do have to get two rooms, but my mom's coming. So she'll get a room. Oh, okay. And then we'll split up the kids. Split up the kids. Yeah. That'll be nice. Number euro is $1,800. $1,862. Divided by nine. You say divided by like roughly uh, $180. $206 a night for an oceanfront room. That's not bad at all. Including taxes and fees. That's awesome. Did you book it? No, I didn't book it because I had to ask questions. Oh, yeah, because it comes also with breakfast. Oh, nice. And I wanted to make sure there was two options and it's all Italian. And so I wanted to make sure I didn't pick the option that was like full um, room and board. I only want the breakfast option. I don't want the breakfast, lunch and dinner option. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you need to explore and have other things. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to hear back. But oh, yeah. And then I'm going to have also... Uh, my mom's cousin lives there. I'm going to have her look at it and make sure it looks as like good. the pictures look. <laughs> yeah, that's like my last step. That's a good idea. Anyways, what about you? Um, so this year I am, I you know, my year I'm trying to really pump the brakes on travel. So really doing maybe one or two trips to max a month. So I've already said no to some very tempting trips and, um, I think that it's really going to allow me to focus on what I do go on. And I'm kind of talking more work-wise, like trips, you know, once a month. So I'm looking forward to that because I'm already feeling the benefits of slowing down a little bit. And um, my husband turns 40 next month. So I'm really excited to celebrate that. And we're going to plan a Toronto trip to see his friends and celebrate. And um, so, yeah, I don't really have any big trips um planned at this time but I'm more looking forward to just being more and kind of you know getting more uh, focused on things back here in terms of home life and also um you know being really present at work and quicker to respond to things since I went on the road so it'll be really nice hey and like it's probably hard to quantify how much catch-up each trip takes like it generates new business, which is great, but also that you're neglecting. Yeah, you're perpetually catching up and right. it just takes a lot out of you. I mean, it really does. And 
it's probably just not good for your health to be flying as much as I mean I just don't know how people do I know there's people that fly like you know every week a few times a week and I averaged at least one to two flights a week last if you took all the flights I took last year divided it by the weeks but I know there's people that fly like four times more than that five times more than that and I don't know how healthy that is for you does your how does your body adjust going up and down that many times <laughs> and also I think it might be different if like let's say you like lived in Oregon and you worked in Scottsdale or something and you're right. on the same route doing the same thing you've got a routine yeah when you're flying all over the place different hotels different like amenities different everything it's hard it's really hard yeah and I just I I'm so excited to have her I mean I already feel like I'm in a good routine and it's only 12 days into the year and I'm just excited to sustain that so there's gonna be fun little trips here and there my little brother who got married in Ireland is having a wedding reception in June so I'm gonna go to that um so we'll have little trips to see family and um you know maybe a weekend here or there but we're gonna really yeah be more centered and I'm looking forward to it I'm told it's because I'm an earth sign that I need to be grounded otherwise I feel chaotic so you know you should take your socks off and go stand on the grass I've heard they know I've done that <laughs> yeah. When I felt my yeah most crazy hectic, I have done that in my backyard. <laughs> hey, did you watch the? Yes, I know you did the um, UW game. Yes. Did you see that part where they were yes. about the quarterback of Michigan? Yeah, and but, it had that guru talking to him on the field. Yes, and they showed him getting grounded, and I wanted to just be like, um, "Excuse me, sir, your socks are on. You're gonna take those off." I know. I was like, uh, this is a little woo-woo for the, you know, general public. to. Be. I mean, I get it. I do. Like, I get how powerful affirmations and all these things can be. And um, obviously, like, he was mentally there for that game. They won by a lot. So, obviously, it works. And they're undefeated. So, I think that that says something. But, um, yeah, I was like, I wonder what people... <laughs> Not everybody really can accept that, you know? <laughs> I mean, I am 100% I agree with you, like, it makes a difference. Could you imagine if you were starting to go off track and you had a guru there, like grounding you and being like, "Hey, just in your face, you can do this," like, but not in like a crazy coach way. And the coach is so busy with like every other player, right? I mean, and that makes a big difference. It does. I I thought that that was a. Uh, I thought it was really interesting that they showed that they showed all those different clips of him. You know, he's sitting at the goalpost, and then he was like doing some other thing where he was listening to something and then it looked like he was meditating and then it showed the guy in his face like dang yeah wild yeah wild so anyway if you have a goal for 2024 it should be to get your own guru oh yeah well sign me up those are hard to find they're all scam artists yeah they are hard you know like snake oil salesmen it's like tony robbins not your guru you know, that's what he said. Tony Robbins is the best. <laughs> well, anyways, we're excited for this upcoming year of Lumber Slingers. We have some cool guests lined up. Yeah. Yep. And, um, you know, it's been really fun to do the news with Trent. So I look forward to doing that, you know, biweekly and uh, improving on how we bring the news to Lumber Slingers community. Yes, it's been awesome. Trent's such a great addition to Lumber Slingers. Yeah, he is. He's awesome. So, so we'll be back. 
yeah well thanks for sharing um you know what you're excited about and what you're doing i think that i definitely feel like buddha and we will continue to be buddha for the remainder of january should we be all longer slingers when we have our first negroni in february yeah let's do it Maybe we should that's a good idea be fun should we do it i mean since we always record like in the morning <laughs> It should be an afternoon. Yeah, I'll have to do it in the afternoon. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Okay, well, well, I'll catch you on the flip side. Let's run it back, Nat. Signing off from Oregon. Yeah, we don't we do not have uh plane parts in our backyard. It's great news. Yeah, great news. <laughs> okay, catch you on. Bye. Bye.